0: guys are Ben Trovovich from the Manly Seagulls. Come through the, he- the Super Coach Experience podcast is one of the best podcasts going around boys. They
1: go to- oh, Keep doing time. what you're doing and yeah, I just want to say what a podcast. Right, like- go the Mighty Eagles. Hey lads, you Ewan Aiken here from the New Zealand Warriors. Hope you have a big year with the Super Coach Experience podcast.
0: What is up, all you weak gutted dogs? How are you? Welcome to the Super Coach Experience podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the struggling Savage Turbos. And here to join me, ironically, is is the downfall of the Savage Turbos on the weekend. It's just me and him on the panel. How are you? The coach of Kiss My Behinds. Jake, how are you enjoying having the week off?
1: Uh, yeah, it was good um, We versed each other in, I think two leagues uh, I mean lucky for both of us It, was a, it wasn't a was an eliminator It was a second chance one But it means I get the week off I, I was just happy that you had an off week Just like a few of your players Or your weak gutted dogs as you just called them, <laughs> so. um, Yeah, I, I was happy after the first round uh, First game, sorry When Joey Manu was quiet For Joey Manu's standards And I, from there I kind of just continued on I think you having you don't have Luttrell um, I think you missed the VC captaincy on Munster, so it was all all good for
0: me. I mean, I got Heinz' captaincy score, which, I mean, I mean, first five minutes he goes over for a try, I'm thinking, all right, I'm on here. I'm on for a comeback, but it was probably too much of a mission with um, unique players like Max King to come, who probably weren't going to help me to my way to glory. Uh, 12.77 for me, 14 odd for yourself, and, you know, you left... You left points out there because of the loop.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, I copped Tessie New's shit score and he's been dropped this week, which is actually pan out all right because I was going to get rid of Tohu. Now I can get rid of Tessie New, put Talakai where I want him in the centre wing, so it kind of worked out all right for me uh, in the end. But, yeah, uh, ideally you kind of don't want to loop when you've got an 18 already sitting there. But a lot of people do. And you you have to bank. He was on 140 and he was always going to update a little bit. I uh, had a few off those in there, and nearly got to 150. Just so happened that the the very next game, Latrell goes bangs out what 150 something. So,
0: I'll tell you what. Yeah, uh, it was. I, I mean, I've done well this year. Um, I haven't missed many scores like that, and I think that's the first big one I've missed. And wow, that that really hurt. Like that hurt so much. Like I was, he was what 25 after. 20 minutes with only. And that gold. was just in goal. Hit. Just in goal. And yeah, he hadn't touched
1: hit. the ball yet. He only kicked the ball and then he just did literal things. Every time he touched it, he turned to gold.
0: I think after. And when he got hooked at the 69th minute, I was cheering, but it's still. It, the, the damage was already damage done. It was already done. Was and done. Um, yeah, it really hurt. Um, but. His draw coming up is not as easy as the weekend's game. I feel like the Warriors really gave up and, you know, they've been quite resilient in the past few weeks, but just on the weekend they didn't show up at all. And I guess that just proves how much of a side the, the Rabbitohs are this year. I think they're the informed team nearly running into the, uh, into the finals.
1: For sure, I think it's them and, and probably the Roosters. Although the Roosters kind of haven't really been tested. Um, this week, we'll really we we'll really know what the Roosters are sort of made up against the Cows. Uh, but yeah, I agree with South. The informed team, Ken Murray, he was outstanding as well on um, the weekend. It was kind of they blew him away in the first half, and like you said, the the Warriors have been pretty resilient. They were resilient in the second half. They let him do what twelve points, I think. Kind of helped that Latrell uh, kind of went off with fifteen to go, but. Um, yeah, like you said, they're not playing – South. aren't playing the Warriors for the next three weeks, so you kind of don't really expect uh, Luttrell um, to, to be scoring 150, I although think, he can still do it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think a couple of weeks ago um, when Pappy went down, uh, I mean, I argued Luttrell probably wasn't a play. You didn't need to get him, but uh, it just proves how much them gun fullbacks are really – uh, crucial for your side because because they can just do that. They can get them one fifties and you know pa- Parramatta this week they're not the they're not the biggest defensive powerhouse. I-, I think they can still let in a few points and he'll be up for these bigger games. So I think it probably was the play a couple of weeks ago and um I personally for myself I'm just gonna hope he stays quiet. eh?
1: yeah, it just kind of sucks for I guess you you rank you rank so well and just for a player that probably a lot of people around you have. And it's just, well, okay, well it's only really been one round that he's kind sort of gone ballistic. The yeah. other rounds, you've kind of had other players to counteract that. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely this week was kind of kind of the one that...
0: It, it just proves how much them trades really help. Like, if I had the trades, I could have done it. But um, as we well, know... Well, you did
1: actually have a trade. You did have one trade. So you yeah. said you weren't going to do it. He <laughs> said he guarantees you will use it. And he was Oh, did, I did he did say – he said w-
0: that. I should have listened to the podcast that. right before – right beforehand. Um, but I did use my last trade, He did, Daily Trey Evans. I'm pretty happy with it, to be honest, because um, I think, like, yeah. being knocked out of the finals this week, I would have been knocked out had I not used the trade regardless. Daily, Daily Trey Evans, name this week, obviously, no injuries picked up, and he's playing the Titans. So I'm quite happy with it. I probably would have nearly done it this week anyway. Um, but, yeah, I'm quite happy with the trade, and I think going forward – you know, Jerome Hughes was the most traded in last week and, you know, people have dealt with an injury blow and he's not named this
1: week. Yeah, and that's a big one. Like, people potentially will use, like, their last trade or one of their last trades I'm going clear to Hughes and, yeah, he, you know, went off injured early. Not playing this week could be one to two weeks. So, it's going to be a blow. You kind of – people might not be able to trade him You kind of might be stuck with one halfback or – um, potentially want like, – I know Tim Moody had Cleary and Moses. He didn't go to uh, – he brought in um, Nico Hines. had so to go Hines, yeah. Thing. But say you got Hines at fullback and you're kind of dealing with Moses and now you've got Hughes. So. And I guess another one we can throw in there is Joe Tarpanay, mm. um, also suffered an injury, another highly owned player. Um, on the weekend had that uh, rib injury which we haven't heard how serious it is. If, it, if it's, a, I guess, a fracture of the rib, then he's probably done for the rest of the, the regular season if they make finals. But um, it's kind of a pain management. I'm pretty sure he wasn't named this week.
0: Yeah, I'm just checking that up now. Um, always play later in the week. So Papali'i and Emery Gould are named to start. is out. What a blow. Tarpanay and Hughes. And I know people that went Tarpanay and Hughes last week, which is, I mean... Uh, it's just such a blow and how do we not expect it? Like Cleary, Pappenhausen, Tarponate, Hughes, all in the last three, four weeks. Dare I say there's still more to come for the rest of the year.
1: Well, you'd hope not. And I guess a lot of people are running out of trades now and we'll kind of get to it uh later in the show but yeah we're running out of trades a lot of like yourself have none um and i guess depth is going to be tested hopefully you do have depth if you have a lot of players that aren't playing and getting these injuries like tarpanay um hughes if you just brought him in for cleary then they're definitely gonna hurt and the ones who have kept some trades or have a lot of depth are really going to be um benefiting in in the finals like i know a person i versed on the weekend one of my mates he he ran out of trades and then lost Cleary and Moses. So, I mean, it, it's good for me, but it, it sucks for people that are in this situation They just keep losing players from injury. And with no trades, it's it's a risky way to go.
0: It is very risky. And we just know every year that it's going to happen. Um, just kicking off the show with James Rhodes, what to do with Tarpanay. It's really a trade-based kind of situation, isn't it? Because, I mean, let, let's have a look at the report here. It says prop Joe Tarpanay is out with a rib injury and Emery Gula replaces. That's all it says. So we don't know if he's going to be out one, two weeks. I, if you've got depth in your front row area, I would hold him because at least if he's back for the final round, they'll, if they're in contention for the eight, they'll play him in the final round and that, that'll be handy for yourself. Um, so I would hold on to him, especially when limited trades. If you've got, like more than three trades, 100% sell him. He's a, he's a sell, 100%. But, you know, with the depth and the front row area kind of being a bit of a wasteland, um, I would hold him. But I understand if you've only got two front rowers that that are playable, really.
1: Uh, he just said he's got Max King and three trades. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> it's tough one. I think he's old. I mean, but before the injury, he was the best front rower in Supercoach, and it was only a – it's just a – I don't know. We don't know the extent of it. Hopefully, we know how bad it is later in the week, hopefully before, I guess, Thursday's game. Um, We know if it's a fracture or if it's just pain management he should be back next week. Like, Canberra need him. They need him if they want to make finals, like you said.
0: I've got something. Um, If you can sell him to a second rower, he's a sell. If you can only sell him to a front rower – He's a hold.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, as long as you, you've probably got IPAP in there, um, got Max King. Yep. Assuming no hard. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably just run Max King, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so uh, I- Unless you – I mean, you can play it on uh, matchup. They play late in the round. So, if you need a player to, I guess, in your head-to-head matchup to, to kind of catch up a bit, like Sav says, you want a second rower, um, then, yeah, bring someone in that can potentially get you the win otherwise yeah, i'd kind of just save him and he, he might be back next week And in that case it's kind of yeah always a, a ways trade because he's been the best front rower. very
0: good um so we've got another one here just quickly off the show matthew gibson i up against savs this week thanks to jake do i play drinky ma'am or see last reserve i'm thinking ma'am due to match up thoughts honestly matthew gibson i don't care which one you play
1: They're all shit.
0: They're all (laughs) shit. They're all shit options. So, um, yeah, Um, I have a story from the weekend Um, where actually, you know, we're, we're coming into later in the season. No one has trade, so our show becomes nearly redundant. Nearly, nearly. Nearly. We're, we're still doing it, obviously, but,
1: but it's uh, good. They were a bit of an entertainment show, so we can just have a little bit. Yeah, of we can just talk a bit of shit. You Although know? we are, we are missing the main entertainment, which is Tim Moody. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. But um, I got a Twitter comment yesterday saying uh, we only talk about our teams uh, for, for a lot of the episode. And I was like, it's a fair call. You're probably right. It's a fair call. We do talk about our teams, but I think a lot of our teams kind of apply to a lot of other teams as well. So um, if we can answer some questions on the way and just make it a normal chat, then Bob's your uncle. Um, so my story from the weekend, I went out for my wife's birthday on Saturday night, went out for a few drinks and I was gone. I was gone by 10 p.m uh came home and um my wife stayed out with her friends cuz it was her birthday I need to look after the baby and she, she tells me the next morning um I was she came home to me asleep listening to this podcast on loud on the speaker so that just proves how good this podcast is that I'm listening to it
1: you, when it's dropped. or you just like the just like the sound of your own voice. No, w- so last week is a bit weird.
0: Last week I left really early in the podcast, like half an hour oh, within yeah, the show. Yeah. So the last half of the show was when um you guys were listening. So I was listening to the rest of the show, which I don't even remember. So um yeah, a bit of a story there. Um, we've got someone in the same boat with Tarponet in the second row. I think l- let's kick this off. Most traded mm-hmm. in, not in my team. Uh, 2,370 people have traded in Cam Murray this week. I know you have a bit of love for Cam Murray and we kicked it off at the top of the show that Cam Murray was another one that hurt people, um, and also people that didn't have Luttrell. He, uh, three trisists within 20 minutes for a second rower. That is nuts. Um, their draw, yes, it is a bit tough, but you know, he's punching out at least 70s, um. What are your thoughts on Cam Murray, and it, uh, do you see the hype?
1: Obvi- um, obviously. For sure. <laughs> I mean, it, it, if if uh, if they're losing Tarpanay and they can go to Cam Murray, I'd definitely be doing that. I think Cam Murray's probably the the best just second row. I mean, I perhaps probably averaging more, but he, you have him in your front row. You don't want him in your second row. Uh, Cam Murray's clearly the best second row forward. Um, he's going to get you probably at least 70 just in base, and he's so important to their attack. Uh, we saw that on the weekend. I know he's not going to get three-try assists because the Warriors were just terrible through the middle. Um, but, I mean, he's just so crucial to their attack. He's playing. He's going to potentially, in these bigger games, he'll probably play near 80 minutes um, against the Warriors. They were done. He had an early spell um, in the first half, and they kind of just managed his time. I think he played 65-ish minutes, but we can probably expect more against a better teams in closer games because he's far and away their best forward and pretty crucial to attack, so I think definitely bring him in. Um, if you can find a player, Tarpanay is a perfect example. If you've got Tarpanay in your second row and like I says, if you've got your front row you can put another player up there, that's an alright you've got a Jules. Definitely bring Cam Murray, I think. The thing with him, though, is he's probably not going to be highly owned in like the, the top few players because everyone's kind of missing him at the start. He was kind of injured, he kind of was playing origin, no one really kept him. Uh, but now he's come back People are on trades, and they've had other priorities with, say, Nathan Cleary being out to bring in other players. So, Ken Murray's kind of... although love his, his ownership's at about 17%. I think that's kind of overinflated by a lot of ghost teams at the start because he was kind of heavily owned at the start. Yeah. And didn't fluctuate much. So, I think Ken Murray, although with the ownership looking out the way it is, I think he's quite a bit of a pod. So, I can see why everyone's bringing him in.
0: And a lot of people don't have the luxury to kind of go to him. Like, only 2,300 people have brought him in. Uh, I think it was early in the season. That would be 15,000. If, mm. if not 15, like it'd be definitely above 10,000. Uh, yeah,
1: a lot more. It's just people don't have trades. They just P- don't, people or they're don't. They're holding trades. on to the one or two they have and hoping that they make, say, the Grand Finals in the leagues because that's what a lot of people are shifting to now. They're, they're head-to-head leagues. No, I'm hoping they can get, get the dubs in that. I know I am. Yeah, well, um, well, just hoping I'm finishing the top 1K, though. Uh, you you went up uh, 600th? 600th? Uh, I don't think it was that much. I think it was only 100 or so spots. I think I'm 800 and something.
0: Oh, interesting. Um, uh, we got Latrell next on the list. Uh, 798 people have traded him in. With the draw, Parramatta. Um, they've got Parramatta, Parramatta, Penrith, and Cowboys trading in now. What do you reckon? Like with Cam Murray, he's uh, a lock playing 80 minutes. But Latrell. Fullback, very reliant on attack and stats.
1: Mm, I mean, I, it's, it's a bit late, but, I mean, the way he's playing, he's probably the best fullback playing at the moment. Like, he's, he's been beating Teddy in terms of score-wise. Um, I guess he goal kicks to kind of combat his low base, but the way Souths are going is they can easily win every single game here on in. They they Ideally, they, they should have beat Cronulla last week. Um, they just couldn't kick a field goal um, at the end, so I can see why they bring him in. You are kind of kicking you kicking yourself though that you didn't have him a bit earlier than this week. Yep. Uh, don't really expect don't be expecting one fifties every week, but I can see that you can get burnt by Latrell in your head to heads. That's for sure.
0: Hundred um, percent. We've got number. I'm not even at number three, but I mean Gutho. He's a kind of interesting one to combat him. I'm just trying to get his draw up now. His draw is uh, Rabideaus, Bulldogs, and Broncos. I see that as not not too bad. Gutho without Moses is really interesting. 127 on the weekend. Obviously, you don't want to be chasing points, but is he a potential fullback option if you want to steer away from Latrell and his tough draw?
1: Uh, yeah, I think he's a—he's definitely a pot option. Um, I don't know. I keep hearing that Moses might be back before the finals, uh, so he could be back for that Bulldogs game, even the Broncos game. So he may be back a bit earlier than we kind of hope. But yeah, Gullison—he's kind of taking a bit of control of that team. Um, goal kicking, although he was quite poor at goal kicking on the weekend. But has score tries, um, even a lot of them they score out wide. But yeah, I, I don't mind him as a as a bit of a, a pod route to, to Luttrell. He, I, I think I lightly touched on him last week and wasn't really much, much love because Parra were kind of Arna. We don't know how they're going to go uh, with Moses not there, but they, they still played all right. Jacob Arthur's played his first and only good game so far in his Parramatta career, so uh, he continues on that form. Hopefully
0: he does. Um, if not, he's, he's a weak gutted dog. Um, we've got Daily Cherry Evans at number four. I mean, uh, daily Cherry Evans, Ruben Garrick are in the top five traded in. Um,
1: that's just our matchup, the, the really. The
0: matchup against uh, the Titans, yeah. You know, you know, I, I, I looked at the draw and that's why I got Cherry Evans in. Uh, are these two really good options this week?
1: That for sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people already have Garrick, but I think, yeah, DCE with people using Hughes. Like you sort of mentioned last week when you were deciding to go, well, actually not last week, when you mentioned in the chat that you brought him DCE and why, you said he's he's not injury prone. He never gets injured. He's always playing every single week. Um, so you can kind of rely on him always being there. And he's against the Titans. You can safely assume he's probably going to score quite a few points and try assists because the Titans are awful and the Warriors are awful. So that's the kind of teams, their opponents that you want to be picking.
0: I was very happy with the trade-in. Um, even though he scored 34, I thought he'd be lower on the list this week. But obviously, people think the same thing. I was happy to go early because he never gets injured. And, I mean, at this time of year, you don't want an injury. And just my luck, he'll probably go down injured in a couple of weeks, maybe next no. week. <laughs> um, that. Harry Grant, um, he's a bit down on the list. And, and there's Isaac Thompson as well. Let's touch on Isaac Thompson, named on the wing again. With the Rabdos, tough draw probably stay away, especially playing on the right wing. I'd understand if he was on the left wing, You could drag a try or two, but, you know, you can still do that. But well, what are your yeah. thoughts on that one?
1: I mean, it's kind of – I don't really know why people will need to be downgrading now to get a cheap option. hey, You must have a lot of trades if you're doing this. Um, if you've
0: got the trades, got it, I, don't, I don't mind. I don't, I don't hate it because, you know, if you're getting someone that can play – just in case, then...
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if he's locked, though. Yeah. Uh, Kimball Graham should be back in the next couple weeks. Uh, I don't know if that then pushes Paulo out of the wing. Yep. And got the center in. So I, I don't think his job security is safe. Uh, but if you're kind of just using him to bring him in to potentially play this week, well, I don't really want to play, but I guess have a cheap option available for you to upgrade to someone like Luttrell Murray, Hewitt, whatever, like, big gun you're bringing in, then then she'll go for it, but if he's your one trade option this week, I don't think it's really the trade to be doing.
0: Paulo is a much better winger in my opinion, so I I do see him, uh, Isaac Thompson, not lasting long. You may as well go enough that has dual flexibility. Harry Grant, is he back? 97. I mean, uh, last week he scored 70, 70, 80, um, but 97 this week. Got given a try assist on updates, which he truly deserved.
1: I um, like the week before. Where he, nah. one. <laughs> sure he,
0: he, he probably deserved the one the week before too, but um, yeah, deserved it. Is he back? Five hundred seventy thousand.
1: Well, at that price, yeah. I mean, it's probably him and Damien Cook are the standout hookers, and Harry Grant kind of has a. Although they play Penrith this week, other than the other two games are kind of a bit easier than say South, where he's more likely to get attacking sets than, than Cook is. Um, But, yeah, I can see why at at that price, five, whatever he is, definitely. I mean, he's a 700K player and you're getting him at a massive discount at this point of the season. Um, I mean, you don't really want to be playing with with, with dummy half roulette. Like, if you're going, say, Robson to him or someone like that, I don't really see it. Um, But if you're getting rid of some dead weight, then, yeah, 100% you'd be using your trades on uh, Harry Grant. All right, that rounds it the, the, Although the, there is there is one trade I'm a bit bizarre on uh, at 10th on the list. Yeah. At the moment, <laughs> Luke Keery, he's played one good game all season with a high score, going against the Cowboys this week who are second or third best defensively, and I don't know about bringing him in. Uh, that's That one's a bit bizarre to me. I, I'd much rather Sam Walker um, than Luke Keery. He's kind of a bit more safe with his goal kicking, and he kind of seems to get more control and more ball. And he has more of a license to do what he wants than, than Kiri seems to. But I don't know. I don't see it. I don't understand the Kiri one, to be honest.
0: I don't either. That's why I was just going to skip past it and go to the next segment. Um,
1: well, pe- people will see there, I guess, the top ten brought in and stuff like that. So, Kiri, why yeah. oh, Kiri maybe I should bring in Kiri.
0: Yeah. He's looking better, which is... I guess. Um, sit versus starts the time of the season where we've got some weak gutted dogs in our side, and we don't want to play them. Talakai for one had the good draw on the weekend. How do we read him? Uh, I mean, I feel like the base against the better sides is is good, but mm. is the upside there anymore? Uh, I feel like Wade Graham inside him has absolutely killed him, and we do have a comment. You're about him um thoughts on sitting targo and may playing talakai and mulatalo instead of the matchup against the tigers but way graham is killing the left edge though
1: see i don't know see people say that way graham's killing that left edge he only plays the first 20-25 minutes on left edge goes to the middle and take wilton comes on and plays that edge and i guess when talakai was having those big games at the start of the season Woulton was the left edge And but wilton doesn't pass i just think it's the it's the defence has worked out how to shut him down, and it's to get into his face early to stop him, I like guess, just running over the top of everyone. Um, they've versed the Tigers this week, though, and the Tigers do like to leak points, so it's going to be a hard one to sit Talakai, although last week was also a pretty good matchup. But I don't know. I'm, I'm going to play Talakai. I don't really have any other Sharks backs, which is not a good... I mean, he was, he was one pass away from having a try assist which still only would have... Popped him up to about 45 50, but I don't know. Surely he's due for a try, he hasn't scored in forever. Uh, I reckon this is this is the round that he's going to be.
0: Hey, I've been less annoyed at him. Uh, I'm just glad I got in, got on him before that big score because can't imagine how the people feel that absolutely ripped their part aside when the, the cash wasn't there for them.
1: I was one of them,
0: yes. Like, oh, Jesus, so that no wonder you're holding, holding strong. Uh, Targo and May. 36 and 40 respectively, um, they're playing the Melbourne Storm this weekend, who to be fair have leaked points, but uh, I can't see them, I-, I see them kind of shoring up the defence at this point of the season, what are your thoughts on them as plays and uh, sits Targo tunned up I against think- them last time?
1: Yeah, I think Tago probably a, a more of a play than May. Assuming you got him at centre wing, I think if they're second row, you're probably not. If the second row, probably not going to play him. But if it's at centre wing, I would probably play potentially Tago. They, they've storm pretty leaky on their edges, both edges actually. They're, they've been quite all over the place. So I think, although May May hasn't scored in about four weeks, so May just like Talakai, surely he's due for a try. You can never kind of say someone's due for a try. It's just how. The, the game runs. So um, I can't, I don't know. I wouldn't be really be playing both. If you got, I kind of be, you know, differentiating your, your center wings Then rather than just going all in on Penrith in the first game against the storm. Um, i kind of be mixing up a bit and maybe playing one or the other. Ruben Cotter
0: as a sit or start 55 on the weekend in about 60 minutes. Um, named start this week, but a four forward bench. What are your thoughts on him? as um, it's sit or start? I know a lot of people held him.
1: Well, I mean, for the people that held him, I mean, you kind of you want to start him eventually, and he's a player that scores well, like in the in the the tough gritty games where it's just a grinding game. And this one this one should be roosters versus cows. I think will potentially be probably much of the round. I think with the Melbourne Storm and Penrith missing a lot of their key players, I think this one's going to be sort of the one. So I think the fourth board bench. I think. Yeah, it's a bit annoying, but I think Cotter, the way he's playing, he's going to guarantee 60, 65 minutes. Um, so I don't think his minutes are really going to change, even with the bench, um, the way it is. So I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting one. So you still have Cotter, is that right?
0: I've got him and Robson, and <clears> I, I love playing Robson because he's just got he's got a bit of upside about him. Like, he, I mean, his floor is about forty. And his upside is about 100 maybe. He hasn't really turned up this season, but I just like it because he just scores a lot of tries. And as a hooker, that's very good. He can get them high 70s, high 80s quite often. So, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of a tough one. Um, but I also like him against the better sides because he gets more tackles. And, you know, they, they struggle to get tries on the edges when they're playing the better sides. So, there's tries... To be made in the middle I don't I don't know It's just so hard to pick When to When to sit him um, But I think I'm just going to Keep playing him For the rest of the season He's done well enough um, But he'll save By a try assist On the weekend I don't know I've got to th- Got to think about that one I think You know If I play one i have probably going to play Just one of them um, Yeah And You, you kind of want to play People for upside as well So um. I don't want to play both of them because I feel like my centre wings and second rowers um, have more upside. Uh, tell uh, for Fafida.
1: is mm. so, so an interesting one because you know he can go big, and surely in the next couple of weeks, that big score is going to happen. And you don't, you don't want FOMO, like you, you fear that you don't want to miss out on. You're tel- your boarding back in. You don't want to miss out on his potential 120-plus mm-hmm. score. And it's only a matter of time before the Titans figure out that they've got this weapon on their edge that if we just give him early ball instead of ball at the line, uh, can create something. But
0: And he's playing Manly. He's, he's playing Manly. He's playing Manly. Who um, mm-hmm. he scored 120 this season, 83 and 78 in the last few games. So...
1: Mm. I'm I am playing him. And he's and got I a think, good run.
0: He's got a good run as well.
1: He, yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah, but we're not trading him or trading him out. It's whether we're playing him or not. I I, yeah. I think he's a, he's gonna be a play this this week. Um surely he's due for something. And I think Manly kind of they do leak a bit of points, Manly. Um so yeah, I, I think he's he's definitely a, a play over, say a, maybe a column oh, tonguey or
0: Coleman What?
1: What? no, no in terms of I, I think he I think he potentially a play over him I, I'm, yep. I'm playing both but yep. um I think say over him might I, I maybe put for feet ahead yeah just for this round South playing paramount yep
0: for sure um Coleman's hungry so since since post round seventeen let, let's go leading up to seventeen and then to seventeen when he was a buy fifty five in round seventeen. 74, 118, 73, and 93. Has this been one of your shining lights of this season?
1: Yeah, it has. I think you brought him in around the same time, wasn't it? Uh, uh, I think
0: I brought him year. a week earlier than round 17.
1: Oh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's early on, he, he started well and he kind of fell off in the middle of the season mm. or early middle of the season. And then. He's get, been getting that, those attacking stats, um, kind of since Latrell come back, which is which is odd because kind of you think the second rows wouldn't be any involved when Latrell's there, but I guess South that's also made South better, so he's more involved in their attack and they do go to him um, quite a bit. He does take a lot of tough carries, which I guess a Fafita doesn't take, um, but yeah, he, he's been great and he's been brought in by quite a bit of people actually after his. Has he? Um, recent oh he's fifteenth on the list so it's not that bad I guess people get ready to a or so around uh, like twenty two
0: three hundred and sixteen people have traded him which is mm. quite quite a lot considering people's trades.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah he's he's been real good. Um, um he's kind of he's he's kind of been going he's improved and one that's kind of gone backwards of recent is Oli I guess we can you know, touch on him that he kind of – what, he plays 65 minutes. He came off a bit early.
0: He's not playing 80 minutes. He's getting hooked at mm. like that 65, 69-minute mark.
1: Well, uh, I'll throw that to you. Is he a player this week? Oh, against um, the they've t- got get, They've got, got the Bullimore tines. and Burbo on the bench. They've got two back rows on the bench.
0: Yeah, he's a play. Tines, so, so, he's He's a play, yeah. and th- yeah, they've got a good draw, so I wouldn't not play him. And he's got that upside. You want, you want that upside, you'll be – Kicking yourself if you didn't play him and he was, um, he went over for a try. Uh, I guess just back on the column of Tungi, since the trolls come back, is what coincides with Cody Walker. Guy Bailey Mm -hmm. says, Walker, a sell or a hold? Obviously, for the people who can't sell him, it's a sit or start situation, but let's kind of tie this into the same uh conversation he's a, he's a sell and a sit for mine but the thing is i would sit him for the rest of the season based on his
1: draw yeah but you
0: don't want you kind of I, don't want to do that
1: no on a player that you know last year was the, the top 5 eight um i know he's kind of been playing a little bit different to, to last year but mikey sort of said something last week that he wants to keep him just in case. Not necessarily play me, but just keep him there to knowing that I can play this guy and hopefully he can win me, win me a head-to-head or, or jump me up some ranks if, if I need them. But who would you sell him to? Like, assuming you've got Munster, there are options of Brown. There's quite a, quite a price difference in, in that drop. You can go someone like Adam Dewey, who plays at Sharks this week. Not ideal. Drinkwater plays at Roosters this week. Probably not ideal. So there's not really any five eights that you kind of want to really want to trade him out for to play this week. What do you think about that, Savs?
0: Sam Walker.
1: Against the Cows, though. <sighs> and so, who, who was actually, who, who was named he, a final... here is one. Here is one. Uh, I was... Burton. Burton plays the Warriors. There you go. So Bert... Thanks, Peter Johnson, for reminding us of that one.
0: Burton's the guy. Who's named at six? Mm. Forum was named. Schuster on the reserves. So, Forum was injured, um, hurt his shoulder. So, I mean, Josh Schuster is a downgrade option. No. He, you got to trade him in in second row if that's the case, but he plays way too late in the round. All right. Um, yep, we got Matt Burton. And Targo or Fafita are played this week by Jai Hawkins.
1: Um I'm assuming it's Dave Feeder. Yep. wouldn't be Jojo. Uh Dave, I think David's a player over, over Tago. Yeah, Because it um yeah, just the upside I think of Feeder. Surely he's due. Surely.
0: Agree. Um, let's move on to this.
1: Suffering from frequent bouts of bet limititis? Try Topsport, the bookmaker that isn't scared to take a bet. Other providers may significantly limit your bets, causing frustration and angst. Topsport clears that blockage by welcoming big and winning punters, giving you fast, effective relief on those bigger bets. Overcome bet limititis by downloading the Topsport app today. Brought to you by Topsport. Feel the excitement. Don't let the game play, you stay in control. Gamble responsibly.
0: All right, we had a bet on the weekend, Sav sevens, uh, four number sevens as tri scorers. You only need to get two out of the four to get up for $3, and it didn't get up. What, what are we going to go with this weekend, do you reckon, Jake? Maybe because both of our teams have good matchups. Let's do something from either match. So we could do a points based one or a tri scorer based one. What do you reckon? <laughs>
1: You put me on the spot here, Sage. So you didn't give me any warning. I'm not really a, I'm really a betting man. So, um, I don't know. We, I reckon we think of something a bit later, so we come up with something good rather than something a bit rushed. And then, uh, All Well, right, We'll just let the top sport boys know and hopefully they can sort us out.
0: Very good. We'll try and get that market up to you by tomorrow. Um, but let's um, we'll answer one more question, then we'll go to bold predictions and captain choices. Adam Sargent got four trades, six to k in the bank. I could bring in any player what Uber pod to bring in to kill it for the next couple of weeks, possibly to put the big captaincy on.
1: Uh, I'm going to say. Know if there's any big Uber pods at the end uh, going
0: now. I'm going to say Josh Adokar.
1: Well, I, I mean, I do, I do agree this week's probably a good one. I think Matt Burton's probably a player you'd safely yep. slap the C on. Um, he went well against, who was it, the Tigers two weeks ago where he scored 130. Yep. Um, and against the Warriors who just lead points for fun. Um, I, I think I think probably Matt Burton is is not really an uber pod, but he's definitely a pod in, in terms of 5'8". Not really that many people sort of having. He kind of flew under the radar, and when he was a bye, there were other there was Cam Munster as an option, and he kind of priced himself out. So I think probably for this week, Bulldogs. Um, if they don't have DCE, maybe. Probably doesn't have the ceiling as, say, that Burton may. There's not really any other manly players you kind of want to target. You should already have Garret or is the There's not really any pods in there. Um, Savs will probably say his mate Jason Saab, but... um
0: Game of his career on the weekend,
1: mate. He was on fire in def- defensively as well. He was he was great. Uh, Booba pods. I think you just target whoever's playing the Titans, whoever's playing the Tigers, whoever's playing the Warriors. Target those. Maybe even Knights. Although they actually no, they were terrible. They well, yeah, yeah I, the- I was, was, was going to say out. that
0: Bronco, Broncos play the Knights, so maybe Selwyn Cobo.
1: Broncos, Selwyn Cobo. Yeah, the Broncos just haven't looked that good though. Yeah, recently. they've been
0: poor. All right. <laughs> Bold predictions and captain choices. What are you going with this week, Jake?
1: Well, I've kind of said that it's a bounce back week this one, so I'm going to go Talakai for feeder. Um Both both to ton up to get a try potentially potentially a double each, but I think those two will ton up, um, and the Sharks will win thirty plus against the Tigers. I
0: like it. Um, I'm going to go. Daily Cherry Evans, Oluquatu, Ruben Garrick, Nico Hines, Talakai, and Mulatalo combined score of 700, which is it's a very mind mind boggle to sort that one out, but to you, score 700 combined.
1: You always do these ones where you just name a bunch of players and then, yeah, now nah, they'll combine for this score, and then no one wants to go work that out. So, so you can work that out and... On next Tuesday, we'll, we'll see. Uh, if you we'll see if it got up.
0: up. And captain choices, it's got to be Nico Hines has to be considered again. Um, are they playing at home? I don't think they are.
1: Uh, no. They're at Scully Park, which is yeah. B- Bushway, I'm pretty sure. So it's a bit of a neutral ground. So it'll
0: probably be Teddy VC, uh, Munster's back in 5'8", so I probably won't consider him. And Garrick captain, probably.
1: Mm, I, I think Garrick's definitely an option this week. Um, Nico Hines, VC or or captain. Yep. Um, and even Latrell, just the VC and Latrell, knowing that he could potentially go massive. Yep. Um, him and Teddy can kind of go there, but... It's not as open as, say, last week was in yep. terms of captains. You had you know, a lot of good matchups, ups but this week, yeah, not so much.
0: Yep, 1,100 par this week, in my opinion, um, uh, unless these players go big. Cheers for tuning in, guys. Um, short episode this week, but we've got to keep it down to this time, uh, this point of the season, because we're just going to talk shit if we don't. So, cheers for listening, and cheers, Jake, for coming on, and enjoy the week off.
1: I will enjoy the week off. <laughs> good luck this week, Savs. Um, I'm glad to have you fighting my battles for me and maybe seeing the grand final yeah (laughs) i'll see you there i'll see you later see you all